When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Andy Staples Show presented by Sling. We are here live at the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook in lovely Las Vegas, Nevada. On Christmas Day. On college football Christmas Day. College we find out Christmas Day. We find out who the four teams for the college football playoff are going to be. It is going to be maybe dramatic. So what would be the most dramatic thing? The, we the thing said that it last night. Oh, there's, right the, as, as we say this, Reese Davis is pointing at that Alabama A. Yeah. There's Nick Saban next to him. I'll give ESPN credit, Andy. I don't know if it's a realistic. Ringing some drama out of this. They are like taking every ounce of Alabama drama and like squeezing it out of that oily rag. Scooping it out of here. Yeah. They have the Instagram posts with Nick Saban. And, and every picture I've noticed, too, that Nick Saban is wearing uh, the Crimson Blazer. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, because like that's the most powerful blazer that a human being could be wearing when they're trying to make a point. Right? He also had the the case of national championship rings behind him when he was politicking. Yeah, I mean that that's yes. Everything they did was to heighten the drama. Everything Nick Saban did, it's his job to try to put his team in a position to win the national title. I'm sure that piece of his job he didn't particularly enjoy. But yeah, he did it. I don't know that it's going to matter. Yeah. I, I think I think we're the talking one, more the, about. The thing is, I will say though, where, where are TCU and Ohio State fitting three or four? The committee mm-hmm. was watching the games yes. together, yes, live, yes. And during those games that were being watched together live, Nick Saban was on the television speaking directly to the people. That, so, like the one thing I do wonder is like, does <laughs> politicking really ever matter? Probably not. But we both done have done the the committee mock, right? They argue with each other, and if he gets into one person's brain, and especially that person is very persuasive, then like you know, you never know. Maybe I could say it's a two percent chance. It's like a jury at this point, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's thirteen instead of twelve. But- it would be hilarious and ironic that if the college football playoff committee was swayed by a gambling line uh, argument, well, four months I, after, I, the- I think Bill Hancock would owe you an apology. <laughs> I think that's what, the, what that would mean. <laughs> But yeah, so so here we are. Everyone looks well rested and ready. Um, you know, I'm I'm just super excited. And you know, like I, I last night I, I thought that there was a, a really really big chance that Ohio State Michigan mm-hmm. would be uh, matched up at two and three. But you know, after sleeping on it when I woke up, I, I don't know if it's necessarily a certainty. So I that's what I, that's what I was good. wondering. You seemed very sure about that, and I was thinking, ah, it, it, the Ohio State. Maybe four still. Yeah, well, the reason why I was unsure about it is, is that it, it seems un-American and un-college football-like for a team to lose and then stay exactly where they were. It, like, right. It has never happened, and we're conditioned to think well, that. Well, but it's happen. happened. I mean, like when, when, it, when Oklahoma lost to Kansas State in the, the Big 12 title game, they still made the BCS title game. Were they one and then went to two, though? I can't remember if they were. I think they may have been two and stayed at two. I, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they were one and went to two, but. It's it's happened. So yeah, it, yeah, um, yeah. So we'll see we'll see how it goes. But um, I am excited to see the matchups. Obviously, first and foremost. But like, if we're watching this, which is on TV here in the sports book at Mandalay, and that that A comes up, 
uh, it's going to cancel be, our days. Like, I don't even know what we, we like, don't, well, we, do. we, like, we enjoy the rest of the podcast because <laughs> we're going to have a lot more people listening and watching because people are going to freak out. Would that be the single most controversial? Well, Brandon Simmons in the chat, Bama ain't making it. End of story. I'd love the melt though. Basically I'd love the meltdown. Oh yeah. It, yeah. For in terms of drama and people freaking out. And again, I did dose you with the ass juice last night. Yeah. That sounded terrible. Uh, <laughs> We're wow. in Vegas, but I mean, relax. Okay. Um, no, I, I dosed you with our, our patented truth serum last night. And I said, if you were just trying to decide what games you'd, you'd want to see on your television. And I gave you the option of Georgia, Alabama and Michigan, Ohio state. Well, you're, you whole, were pretty, your you, you seem pretty excited about that. Your whole thing all year has been what's true. And it's that the committee will do whatever they want to do. Right. And they, and will, they explain will explain it later. After. Yes. So the question is, is, is that doing what you want to do motivation? Yeah. Can it transcend loss totals? Well, let's okay. Let's do a let's do a thought exercise here because they're gonna they're gonna drag this out, guys. I, I don't know. They, My Kirk, favorite Kirk, part of this day too, Andy, is when they unveil twenty five through twenty, and it's like, oh come on. Kirk, Kirk Herb Street res, resplendent in the blue plaid blazer makes his blue eyes really pop. They're gonna talk for a while, so let, yeah, we're gonna so talk, we'll talk for, a, for while. a while. Let us do this. I'm gonna give you this scenario, and either you or me are gonna be Boo Corrigan retconning an explanation for said scenario. Okay. So I'll give you who's we'll going to do the impression. You seem like an impression. Oh, Jesse Palmer, the host of the bachelor's on I was now. Say, why is the host? of the I saw him on, on the, the food podcast. network the other night. This guy's everywhere, man. It's amazing. All right. So let's start with an easy one. One Georgia, two Michigan, three Ohio state, four TCU. You are boot Corrigan. Go. Do I have to do the draw? And you don't have to. I don't think he's that Southern. Right, is Gene's an old ACC guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If, do you have to have his draw Southern only? Uh, mostly. Okay. Go ahead. Um, though TCU lost its conference championship game, it has beaten everybody on its record or on its schedule. Um, it lost an overtime game uh, in the in the conference championship game, and they were unquestionably one of the four best teams in college football. Now. Why them at four and Ohio State, which lost this last game and did not play for conference championship well, at three? This is my Reese, my, my well, Reese Davis impression. Yes, the committee just really expect, respects uh, the work that Ohio State did in the Big Ten, which we believe to be a deeper and more talented conference. Your committee BS impression is amazing. Yeah. That uh, is spectacular. Ohio State went on the road and beat Penn State handily after a close game in the fourth quarter. Um, and we respect that win over any other win. And we believe that Ohio State is built um, based on what we've seen in the evidence-wise to put them ahead at number three um, and TCU's body record, while still very impressive, um, gets them into the field. Okay. All right. That's a good one. All right. So let's try something a little, little different. Let's try the one you were just wondering, noodling. Has a team ever lost and kind of just stayed where they are? One Georgia two Michigan, three TCU, four Ohio State. TCU has been a constant fixture um, in the top four of this uh, this ranking for the majority of the year. Uh, they came into the weekend with the number one strength of record. Um, they've beaten every single team on their schedule. And the funniest thing about these things is that you can use them for both. <laughs> exactly. That's the best <laughs> They part. beat every single team on their schedule, um, losing a tough overtime game. Uh, by, by an inch when you get stuffed at the goal line isn't uh, 
a indemnification, I guess, on, on who they are as a team. They were Ohio tied State, at the end of regulation. The last thing we saw from Ohio State was them losing handily at home to their rival. We thought that it would be unjust as a committee to reward Ohio State for staying at home the following weekend or the final weekend of the year while TCU um, exposed itself to a potential loss because it was better during the regular season. All right. I like that. That's a very good explanation. I don't know if they ever get that specific, that, but like they, uh, I, but I, I think if that was the explanation for that scenario, people would be like, all right, that sounds pretty yeah, good. And I think that, that that exercise was an interesting reminder that no matter what the oh, rankings are, yeah, they can come can up with some say oh, the same thing. Get ready, boo, because here it comes. Oh, boy. I don't, I don't even know. Like this is the, this is a good exercise. <laughs> yeah. because okay. Here we go. Boo one, Georgia, two, Michigan, three, Ohio state, four, Alabama. Alabama plays in the best, most respected, and deep, deepest conference in college football. Uh, throughout the season, they've been a constant uh, tough out for every team they've played, and their two losses only came on the last play of the game. Um, well, they were both on the road, too, right? So Yes. Both on the road. Um, and Boo, you don't get to ask for help from Reese. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, <laughs> but I'm just trying to make sure. Both of their losses came out on the road, and we believe that Alabama, based on the the evidence of what they have on their roster and the way that they've played, um, that they could beat anybody in the country uh, coming out of that conference. They also have the first uh, best player, arguably, in the country at, at the quarterback position, and they have one of the best defenders, if not the best defender on defense. Um, given what they went through in that conference, they deserve the respect of the committee, and knowing that they were two plays away from being undefeated out of the SEC was enough. Did Nick Saban's point spread... They would also argument. be favored by everybody. That did, they play. Did, did that make a difference for you, boo? But I will say that was interesting, Andy, because that was the hardest one to do. Yeah. So if you get up there and you have to, to strain a little bit, like I just did to come up with a reasoning for it. I think that kind of convinced me that Alabama is hundred percent out. It's, because it's it was like, very it was like a hard. hard thing to say because everything is speculative. Yeah. So Cade in our chat says an Ohio state media member just tweeted that he was invited to cover the Fiesta Bowl via email, meaning it would probably be, Michigan and Ohio. How funny would that be if they blew this announcement by just sending out the wrong email blast at the wrong time? I wonder who that is. That's hilarious. Yeah, that is. Uh, now, it's a very college football way of doing this. I'm, uh, that's happened before where the uh, the NCAA tournament field has leaked, where the bracket is leaked. who the person's name is. Well, I, we're busy. I, I, know, I, do, I, know, so, I know, but I wanted to see if it's true. So we, we will find out. But. Oh, Austin Ward. So. Okay. That is a legitimate Ohio yeah. State media member who yes. would get such an email. So yeah. okay, well, <laughs> he just blew the whole show. Last, uh, it's not Austin's fault. <laughs> it's, just, it's whatever yeah, lackey at the yeah. festival sent that. Hit, How much that money's button. on the line for this show of all of the people sitting here at the edge of their seats? And Austin Ward just pulled the rug out from under. But it them. didn't. Here's the thing, though. Well, it did, that did because There's that tells no you that off- tells you TCU's or that uh, Ohio State's three, but it doesn't tell you who's four. Actually, it does not. It may have heightened the drama. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yeah. Austin knows that one of the two potential spots that TCU was in is now taken. Give that festival intern a raise. (laughs) So, yeah, okay. That's hilarious, man. Okay. Well, we'll we'll find out here shortly. Um, I think that. You know what we were saying? We last got time? Marty Smith and Tyler. What is the what does the reporter assignment in each city say about the team's chances? Yeah. When it's a Marty party in Tuscaloosa, does that mean there's a better chance that Alabama makes it? Yeah, you like rank the, the familiarity of the anchors based on where they are. I don't know. 
I mean, they're not going to send Marty to a place that's not partying, right? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. If there, if there's Marty, there's got to be a party. Although, here's the thing. Alabama wouldn't throw a party for this under any circumstances, where they weren't making it or did make it. If they make it a number four, it's like... Nick Saban would just yeah. be like this. Yeah, he'd be like, great. I Listen, I don't think they're going to make it. I do think if they do make it, Nick Saban will be unhappy about them making it because he's going to be like, in his heart of hearts, you know, if we, we give him the truth serum, he's going to be like, now I got to spend all these weeks getting ready to get beat by Kirby again. I could be recruiting right now. Do you think that Nick Saban, like, would ever second guess an opportunity, though, in real life? No, no, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, like, no, I, I, they, I, they would be, he'd be like, he'd be like, let's, let's go. Let's go into robot mode and, and let's get this done. So, um, so part of me thinks that the Alabama discussion is just there because you can't go into the show without any drama. You know? Yeah. Like, if you don't have the Alabama drama, then what do you talk about? Just seeing. Right. That's that's it. I guess that's what's going to be like in two years when the when the expanded playoff starts, seeding and then debating on yeah. whether or not Tulsa. Now the, the seeding stuff. I, I think people <laughs> kind of under, under underestimate how that's going to to go because, like, there will be a cut line that decides: Do you play a home game or do you go on the road? Like that eight nine is a pretty big deal, and if it's a contentious one. You're going to be like, oh, they got to go on the road to Wisconsin, or oh no, they they got to go to they got to go to Auburn now. Like that's going to be fun to find out. This not too much fun because I'm with you. I don't think Alabama is going to make it. I, I so this is all very manufactured, and they are going to drag the hardest this thing out. About the Alabama thing is, and we have to say it, that they are not even the best. I mean, the only reason why they're in this position is because Hendon Hooker's injured. Right. Because if Hendon Hooker wasn't injured, they wouldn't even have a case. Right. If, if Tennessee does not go to – here's the thing. Even if Hendon Hooker hadn't gotten hurt in that game, if Tennessee won that game, if they didn't go to, to Columbia and get smoked, if Tennessee wins that game, we're not having any of this conversation at all. They're just in. It's, it's a TCU-Ohio State conversation, but that's it. Yeah. And I think, well, if, if this Fiesta Bowl thing is true, then we know the answer to that. That's we, right. we know it would have been Ohio State. Yep. So, and the thing, I guess, like, is it fair? Well, life isn't fair. <laughs> I mean, say it louder for everybody. Life, life is life not is fair. fair. <laughs> um, you know that that's the toughest pill to swallow for Tennessee because it was there. Yeah, if they would have made the playoff this year. Like, it's not like it would have been the most insane thing with what they yeah, did. So. Joe Milton led Tennessee in the playoff. I'm not as pumped about. As Hendon Hooker sure, in Tennessee, absolutely, but yeah. they would have made it. Yeah, all they had to do is beat South Carolina. So, and it kind of goes to show you too, like of all these teams that are just on the in between. Actually, five and 10, Clemson also in the all they had to do is beat South Carolina club. I was going to say like the margin of 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 error there between making it and not making it's kind of Shane Beamer's like the CFP angel of death. Yeah, well, good lord, well, that's that's kind of the beauty of the way this works right now. <laughs> we should you get know? him a I T-shirt. Mean, uh, you lose games that you're not supposed to lose, and you lose the chance to play for a national championship, and it doesn't always work out that way, but that's that's the way the sport's set up right now. So um, I guess there are drawbacks to that because in the 12-team playoff, all these exciting teams make it, and then you just get to watch it. So Well, yeah, and, and I just then you find out who's playing who and, and where they play, where they and play that's, that's going to be fun. Who gets a bye? I think, you know, going, going from having a bye to hosting somebody in the first game – that's a pretty significant piece of news to you too. So now how many other reporters is ESPN going to have to hire? How many campuses are they going to have to be on for this show? 
in two yeah, years. Well, I mean, they're going to have to hire a lot of them because there's going to be like, there's going to probably be seasons where there's 20 candidates in the final two weeks, right? Like, that yeah, I think I by know. the end, it, it'll be down to, there, there will probably be two or three just right at the cut line that you're waiting to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I know that you and I have had these discussions about this and while we're waiting for them to announce it, I will say that I will kind of miss this a little bit. The, the the discussion of like the Alabama but discussion the, that we're having. The, thing, the, the Alabama thing is the are we you and I? I'm not talking about them. We we know that they need to create drama. We don't. We can have a good show anyway. We can talk about you drinking a scorpion last night and have an entertaining show. I burped a scorpion last night. I'm sure you did. I Your scorpion was a lot bigger than mine. Ugh. If if you need to see Ari taking the scorpion shot. Or me taking the scorpion shot. It's on my Instagram feed, Annie underscore Staples. Uh, it is on my Twitter feed at Annie underscore Staples. Uh, Ari did did it. He did an amazing job. He almost didn't do it. It was close. You did it first because you're a good sport, and then I was able to watch the execution of it. You know, my you know scorpion what? was twice as big as yours. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm ashamed to say that, but you know, you you get the scorpion, you're dealt. <laughs> so I uh, I think what here's the deal if that had been bad tequila that would have been an awful experience yeah, but it because it was very good tequila it made it very easy yeah that's right so yeah you that's I might get shirts think about all the the, the you play, swag the, you play the scorpion you're dealt yeah and, that's and, a great t-shirt ass right here on the back <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after this message from one of our lovely sponsors Jackson, Jackson, Daniel, y'all keep saying the South Carolina loss is bad for Tennessee. South Carolina is a top 20 team. How would that be the nail in the coat? Because when they lost, it knocked them out of the playoff, Jackson. And it was like a complete <laughs> if, and utter yeah. meltdown. If they had won the game, they would be in the playoff. That is how it is. I mean, are Tennessee <laughs> fans right now, and, and I'm not belittling anybody, so yeah. don't take it that way, but are they at home grinding their teeth upset that they think they should be in? Yeah. Is I, that what it that is? They should be in. No, I think or they're just mad. Of Alabama. They, they're mad. They're not ahead of Alabama. Now, if Alabama gets in, they will be furious. Yeah. And probably rightfully so. But I, I bet a Tennessee fan would rather have the Tennessee logo on all of these debates rather than the Alabama. Logo. Absolutely. And, and I, that, that's also branding listen, too. You know, that that's what's going on there, Danny White, you, you declared UCF national champions. Let's get, let's get you on with Nick Saban. Like, I, if I was Danny White, I'd have called ESPN and be like, put me on with Nick Saban. Let's yeah. debate. Yeah, let's debate. <laughs> Embrace debate, baby. Can you imagine if like I were an athletic director and I would just start using like Ari slang and oh. going up there and saying, talking. Listen, about, Nick, if I gave you the ass juice. <laughs> you want to talk about gambling lines? Your favorite one time this season that we know for sure of and lost. Can you imagine if you said that to him? Okay, here we, we go. Gotta, we, gotta, we got oh, a bracket. One, two, five. Okay, number one is Georgia. Georgia. Wow. What a surprise! Okay, who to thunk it? Okay, yeah the whole the whole Mandalay Bay sports books at the edge of their seats. That's they wanna, right. Uh, put, there's there's put, a there's a palpable buzz as people go get their Starbucks. Could you imagine if it was Ohio State too? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just like, trying to think. Now, that might get people's attention. The uh, what's the um, yeah, the uh, ass clown rankings uh, college football version. Well, Notre Dame would be four, obviously. You put Ohio State two and Michigan three and change nothing, but only enrage people for no reason. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what you do. You put Ohio State ahead of Michigan just to piss people off. All right, so Michigan is number Michigan two. Michigan is number two. Okay, now is when the, the butterflies come. Oh, boy. Are you nervous? No, because we already know what number three is going to be. 
What if it was just a mistake? Could be. Could be. We could see that hypno toad. God, if Ohio State plays Michigan again, that would be that'd be a hell of a hell of a storyline. It'd <laughs> be crazy. I mean, the psychological damage of another Ohio State loss to Michigan. Either way, the world's going to explode. There's no. Oh, oh yeah. Because if, if Ohio State wins that game, then it's every everything that happened the past two regular seasons is is, is null and void. Yeah. And the Ohio State people are like, see, well, we told you. <laughs> this is where they string it out. My uh, the producer John over there, John Hayes, is just pacing back and forth. Well, he used to work <laughs> in television, so he he can predict the commercial break. Like, there's gonna they're gonna they're gonna announce number three. It's gonna be Ohio State, and then they're gonna go to commercial. Yeah. Like that, just really ring do? it all out. Yeah. Well, it's just like that, uh, that tease. You know what I mean? It feels good, <laughs> but does it really, uh, I'm enjoying it. I don't know. Uh, we've only waited four months to get to this point. What's another three minutes, right? This is true. This, this is 22 minutes into the 22 show, minutes. Uh, TCU, TCU is, is number three. three. Austin, Austin Ward, you lied. Ward, you lied. <laughs> or festival intern, you sent wow. the wrong email. I did it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who said there would be wow. no drama today? There's no drama. TCU is three. They don't drop out. Ohio State's going to be number four. We got Ohio State, Georgia. Look at Max Duggan. That's He's in, like, whoa. That's incredible, man. That's incredible. Okay. So now, in terms of games here. TCU, you feel like, has probably a little bit better matchup against Michigan than it would against Georgia. Ohio State won't be favored against Georgia, but has the athletes that on the maybe one perfect day could play with Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see how that, that, that game plays out. And you know what this does do is it does preserve the chance. That Ohio State and Michigan will play for a national I, championship. See, I think that so, would just set the like world that, on fire. I, I think really Michigan's going to be a ten-point favorite against TCU, right? And then if Ohio State has the upset of the of the decade, yes. And they, I mean, this, I mean, it's not within the realm of possible. It's not impossible. It's not. I I would feel m- more optimistic about Ohio State beating Georgia than TCU beating Georgia by putting by putting uh, TCU at three. Then the Alabama drama's gone, right? I think. Could you imagine if they put Bama? In? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I think that's the end of that. I uh, think. Yeah, we think, but it's, it's not over until it's over. Nick Saban's uh, somewhere sitting in a big leather chair, petting a white kitten right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's just trying to figure out if he has to rearrange his calendar. He's pissed about this, no matter what happens. Yeah. Let's let's just let's be real here. They're. So like you right, they're debating whether to go to commercial. There Ohio it is. State's Ohio number State okay. is number four. All right. So do you think that there is a um, legitimate conversation within the committee to avoid the rematch? I don't. Do you, I do don't. Think they just, this is who they think are the four. I don't team. think they would do that. You, look, you're, you're going to. I think if this is because everybody's like, it's, it's about ratings. Another Michigan, Ohio State game. Guaranteed. Break the ratings book. Would, would be a massive number. Now. Georgia Ohio State is going to be a massive number too. But yeah. Michigan Ohio State was a guaranteed giant number. Well, you know what too? The thing that is, you know, we've talked about this, but Michigan has an easier path to a national championship than Georgia. Yes. So, I don't know if that's the the Georgia being punished for being number 1. Yes, that, that's that's actually a real thing because Michigan's going to be favored. Could you imagine if if Michigan's going to be a nine and a half point favorite, which was 
on the book apps yesterday. Right. They had the look ahead lines. It was uh, Michigan nine and a half over TCU. Georgia, Georgia was Ohio five State. and a half. Okay. So, like, that's much closer. Five and a half is still a significant now, spread, I, but like that. I, uh, I am not as worried about Ohio State upsetting Georgia just because Georgia is essentially a supercharged version of Michigan. Yeah, it's going to be impossible, so, I feel like. They are going to have Ohio State is going to have to to show that they are better than what they were in Ann Arbor and a lot better than that to beat Georgia in what will essentially be a home game for Georgia. Yeah, Alabama's number five. So Tennessee uh, will be six. Why, six. why not just put they Tennessee put at five? Just yeah, what, what, what damage does that year. do? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, it's kind of Bush League. They but. did play each other. Tennessee won. They had the same record. Like, it's not complicated. You're yeah. not, it doesn't change anything. Yeah, that's the, I'm with you on that. Just symbolically. Yeah. Because, like, to, to finish at the end of the year for Tennessee in front of Alabama is a hell of an accomplishment. Something that people there could be proud of. You know, like, it's might not change anything, but you could just say, hey, you know. Yeah. Here we are. So... Um, I am. Uh, I don't know if I'm surprised or not by this. Are you surprised? I, mean, I I am a little surprised they didn't they didn't bump Ohio State over TCU because of the loss. It's just like you said earlier. Has you know they lost yesterday, and usually our reaction is, "Well, you lost. Let's move you." Yep, that's true. Well, here's the thing that we're not considering: is if TCU is a very good football team, which we believe that they, they are. are. Yeah, can they beat Michigan? Both I think they can beat two Michigan. Teams have a chance and an easier path than playing the boogeyman in the first round. So there is a theoretical possibility that TCU could play for a national championship, which right. is a Big 12 team right on that stage, which has never happened, right? Correct. So in the know, playoff in era. In the playoff era, right. So um, you know, we're gonna get a new team that's never been in a national championship game. Yes, right now, guaranteed. No guaranteed. So yep. that's exciting. I mean yep. that's cool. Yeah, um, it's gonna it's gonna be kind of playoff old guard. Ohio State has as they won the first college football playoff. They uh, they played for a national title in 2020. Georgia has played in two national title games and won one of them. Yeah. So you got your old guard game, and then you got your new new guys game. Even yep. though Michigan was in it last year, but one of those teams is going to the national title game. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. And Wait, the thing we also have to consider too, Andy, is let's say Ohio State beats Georgia and Michigan wins, and then Michigan wins again. But like Michigan oh, won my a God. national championship, that is unbelievable. Oh, the like story the around of oh what yeah, Harbaugh absolutely. Did there would be amongst one of. I mean, we're getting Dabo Clemson, yes. up there with that debate or yes. that discussion. So yeah, you know, I do think this is a compelling playoff. This is the one that your gut told you to want more. Right, you got it. Um, I'm excited for Georgia, Ohio State. I'm excited for TCU, Michigan, um, and. Two new teams. Mm-hmm. Michigan was in last year, but two new teams potentially playing and, for a play. A, a national and I realize it's a, it, this is a, a it would be a lot for Ohio State to overcome Georgia. That's yeah. going to be hard. I know Vegas has it as a five and a half point line. I, my gut would be to, to I, lay the points. Right yeah, now. yeah. I, I, I think Georgia should be favored by quite a bit more than that, given what we've seen from Ohio State. Yeah. But if Ohio State and Michigan were to play for the national title. Pandemonium. I mean, is that the is that the most intense college football game in the history of the sport? I mean, it has to be, right? Right, because it would either be them playing for the national title or Alabama and Auburn playing for the national title. It it only would be one of those two matchups. Yeah, to, that would generate that level of intensity. That's, I mean, it's insane. And like maybe they'll. Uh, this is part of the reason why they set it up too. You know, not to avoid the rematch, but to keep the potential of that alive. I don't. Would but it be I, the I, most highly rated? Don't- 
care about the. No, I, I really don't the think most they do. Highly rated college football game of all time. It might be. I mean, well, no, because nothing that happens right. now is going to be more highly rated than the than what was going on in the three channel world. Yeah. So, but it would it would do a massive number. It would, and it's it also would be on a the, weeknight. It's on a, and it's on a cable channel. Yeah. But that said, it would break whatever records they have for those for parameters. Those, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Um. So now they're they're comparing playoff resumes between Ohio State and Alabama here, and and um, and Georgia Michigan as a national title game, just from a a, a color helmet matchup, all that. That's a Buffalo rating too. Yeah. Harbaugh, smart, all that. Yeah. Personalities. Sure. I I do think that would be a really fun, compelling national title game. Basically, and and really, if Michigan and Georgia play for the national title, it's. It, it's interesting what it says about the sport schematically. Yeah. Because these are not teams that necessarily spread it all out. Right, you're right. Gonna, it's like pound you, you pound you up I the mean, middle. Football eb- ebbs and flows. Yeah. Well, I think it goes, you know, really pass happy. Then it goes back to the run because how do you beat those teams? Exactly. By getting back to the yeah. fundamentals. Everybody the changed their defense. So Michigan and Georgia have offenses that, that those defenses are not yeah. built to stop. And then, then all of a sudden you got to adjust your defenses and then how do you, it's, it's back and forth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that's a uh, those two teams playing each other would be probably the hardest hitting game. <laughs> oh yeah, come up with oh yeah um, in this playoff field. So um, and, and it, now it's weird we saw it last year, but I I would argue that JJ McCarthy adds a different aspect to that yeah. game. This is why I wanted JJ McCarthy to start for Michigan before, last year. I know from the beginning because now you have a dynamic athlete at quarterback that might be able to move the sticks. Yeah, in a play where they would have punted and. Extending one drive can change the entire uh, the entire way a quarter plays out. You yeah. know, so I don't know if I think Michigan is a much better team. I, they are, I think, than they were a year ago. Just because. I think they're a more dynamic team. Also, by the way, yeah. if you watched Michigan play yesterday, Donovan Edwards is a freaking stud. Yeah, and I know it stinks that Blake Corum is out, but like Donovan Edwards is a star. He's really good. Yeah. So like they're not. They're it not would be have it would be great if they had Corum and Edwards like yeah. they had for most of the sure, season. You but. want them to have both. Yeah. But if Corum was still playing, then Edwards would, wouldn't touch the ball as much. So, yeah. like, I don't think, I think that Michigan without Corum, though a blow, is certainly good enough to compete for a national championship. Yes. And, and again, I mean, this goes back to our, our mea culpa from, from last week. It's pretty remarkable what Jim Harbaugh has been able to do in a couple of years in terms of remaking the identity of that program. That's right. That's right. Wow. So what's the biggest takeaway here, Andy? Do you, what, well, what is Luke Corrigan's talking right now, and, and he's, you know, he was saying Ohio State's wins against Penn State and Notre Dame, and, you know, that. So that, at this point, I don't really know who we were, who we were pitting them against, because if you're pitting Ohio State against Alabama, Ohio State, the Penn State win will carry the day over anything Alabama's got. And yeah. they're both pretty good. <laughs> And they both lost in the games against the the other, you know, kind of really elite teams. I think that you could make the case that Ohio, well, that's the two loss thing, really. But right. Ohio State got in because Penn State is good enough to not lose to bad teams, and Texas isn't. That that is probably pretty good. But remember, TCU also beat Texas, so yeah, that's buoying them as well. Yeah, so that's right. It's yeah, it, it it is very very interesting how that all shook out because. I, I think I was just assuming that because TCU lost, they would move them, and they didn't. What do you think the gambling odds in this sports book would have been in 2014 at the first uh, 
team from Texas to make the playoff would be TCU. Wow. And like, like honestly, I didn't think speaking, about that. Like TCU would have done it the first year almost. Yes. And then now this year. Yes. They've like been closer than anybody and they made it. Over yeah. the course of almost a decade. Yeah. So good for that program. Well, and also, Sonny Dykes in his first year. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good coach. And I think that it was kind of a, it's the perfect place for him. Yeah. Um, it's a power five program in the Dallas area. Well, the, the other FW thing is, area. so let's talk. Gary Patterson deserves some credit here. Sure. Of for course. getting TCU where they are in the first place. Like the, none of this happens without Gary Patterson, but he also, we know he's a very good evaluator. A lot of the players on this roster, because this wasn't a roster. They came in and just wholly flipped. They, oh, they a, took a, a Gary Patterson. Yeah, they roster. took a lot of what was there and made it really good. I mean, Max Duggan's a, absolutely. Where did that come? Yeah. From? So, yeah. so do you know if you're Gary Patterson? I know you're, you're probably it's a little bittersweet for you because do you use you're this not as there. A resume bullet point on the job tour as you're trying to get the UNLV job or, yeah. or whatever. Absolutely. I don't. I don't know how you wouldn't. Yeah. And being a good evaluator might be the number one bullet point that you're looking for for the jobs that he's going to be exactly for, so. exactly. So yeah. I Interesting. Mean, we'll be right back after these words. When we get to the playoff, which which game are you more excited to watch first? You want are you more excited for, for Ohio State, Georgia, or for TCU Michigan? Stars guy, man. You want the dudes everywhere. I want the dudes everywhere versus dudes everywhere. Well, let's uh, let's, I, let's talk about that I think Ohio State Georgia. gonna win. What, pretty easily. what would Ohio State have to do to be – because here's, here's – well, that's the number one discussion point. Here's my worry. My worry for Ohio State is that C.J. Stroud is just bothered yeah. constantly. And as good as those receivers are, he's just not able to be on schedule. There is a uh, legitimate discussion that has to be had, and I don't know if today's the day or if we'll do it during the 700 podcasts we do between now and yeah. the game about having a pass-first quarterback who can't run in today's age. Yeah. And we were watching the TCU game in the sports book, and TCU forced overtime because Duggan... Well, and, and what was my biggest complaint sideline. about the play calling at the end for TCU? Because everybody else says, get it under center and run a quarterback sneak. No, so get I'm, 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 Yeah, I'm watching K-State's nose push TCU centers back you know, back two yards every play. So that's a bad, that would be a dumb call. When you have a quarterback like Max Duggan and you're on the goal line like that and you have multiple shots, put him in the shotgun, call a pass, and if they get pressure, there's a real good chance he's going to run it I mean, in. The entire fourth quarter of them getting back into the game was Max Duggan running it. Exactly. Doing it on times Exactly. When, when K-State got pressure, he turned a negative into a positive. There was one play, too, a big pass play where Duggan rolled right. Yeah. And as he was running towards the sideline, the defensive backs froze mm -hmm. because they had, were, were yep. fixed with the... Um, decision: Do we make yeah, sure do you, he doesn't do you, run it, or yeah. do you stay with the guy? Yep. If CJ Stroud is rolling there, they stay with the receiver, and Ohio State doesn't get. A They're never down. worried about it. Exactly. When you're playing a team that's at, like, listen, with if Jackson Smith the Jigba comes back and Marvin Which, Harrison, right? That's a pretty nasty. That one changes punch. the matchup. Yeah. But if anybody can cover those guys, it's Georgia, right? So you have a quarterback that can put the he's the best arm in college football without question. But if you have a one-dimensional quarterback in today's game, can you beat Georgia? Well, and the and other, the the other thing about beating yes. Georgia is Ohio State's defense, which was obviously they, they changed coordinators. They hired Jim Knowles in the offseason. They're supposed to get tougher. Did not look tougher at the end of the Michigan game. Yeah. Georgia is going to batter you in the same way Michigan will. But far worse, yeah. more thoroughly. Because yeah. Michigan... There's no ago, Darnell Washington at Michigan. Last season, when Michigan beat Ohio State, it was... Punch after punch yeah. after punch after punch. Yeah. 
And Michigan wasn't running the ball like that on Ohio State at all. They're they four out of their five touchdowns were for further. Yeah, but yards. here's the thing. So only because Michigan, only because Ohio State blew those two runs so badly at the end because Michigan had started to really unlock it. They were yeah. gaining five, six yards of carry. So yeah, when if, Ohio State was, if they hadn't the been end, giving sure. up sixty-yard touchdown runs, they would have given up ten, six-yard yeah, runs yeah. that led to a touchdown. So what do you think Ohio State's biggest issue is then? And is that something that's fixable in three weeks? Because I don't know that it is. No, I, I don't know that they have what they need up front to handle Georgia because Georgia's offensive line is very good. Like Cedric Van Pan and Granger is, a, is an NFL guy. Uh, both their tackles are NFL. I mean, they're all five are NFL guys, but both their, their tackles may be first round guys. So, you know, what we'll do though at some point is we should do this for both games. And then Darnell Washington as a yeah. blocker, I mean, he's a, he, you saw him yesterday. They were, they were trying to give him some tape as a receiver, probably just to scare some people. Yeah. But Darnell Washington as a blocker is devastating. We have to do this for both games where we do a draft of the best players on either team. Oh, and wow. And well, Ohio State Georgia is going to be a fun one because like you'll go to the top yeah. 10 and like you might like it might be five and five. Right. Especially if Jackson Smith and Jacob is playing yeah. because the, then Ohio State has the best two receivers on on the yeah. field. And it's like, yeah. When you have five and five, it's better than nine and one because if Georgia right. was playing against TCU, it'd be nine and one. Maybe, yeah. Right. Is exactly. That fair? Oh no, it's plenty fair. Quentin Johnson's probably the only person getting we'll do picked it for both games. It'll be very yeah. interesting to see because I think that Ohio State's got five top end first round draft picks on this team, and when you have that, well, yeah, because you know we we talk about C.J. Stroud, but like Paris Johnson's probably yeah, a first he's a round top draft pick. Five pick too, yeah. I think. Right? It's like Alabama and Ohio State might have four of the top six picks this year. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and really where it's going to come down is we we probably need to figure out I the the way. That is probably the better, more interesting podcast way to do it. Yeah. I think the better way to figure out who wins the game and how they win it, especially with Ohio State, Georgia, is here are the position groups for each team. Who's got who, the advantage? Who would start? Like oh, who would start? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you if you had one team and you had to make one team out of uh, out of these two rosters, who would start at each position? Yeah. That would be hard, but that would be fun. We'll do yeah. that. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I, I, what I suspect is that George's entire defensive line would start, and that's a that's a problem for Ohio well, State. Well, JT Tuimaloao is really really may, good. that's true. He <laughs> may he may, he may. I, I don't know, uh, but, but Georgia. Yeah, I don't know who you're putting on the bench though. So, exactly, you know, exactly. I don't know. There, um, there's no Jalen Carter at Ohio State right now. Well, the difference between the SEC and the uh, and the Big Ten, and especially at Ohio State, has always been, and this isn't just a a two year thing. This has been a twenty year thing that. The guys in the in the nose position, mm-hmm. in the middle of the defensive line are are well. I mean, Jalen Carter's not a nose. No, He's I know. But like just in general, when yeah. you go down the line of SEC versus Big yes. Ten, the talent in the well, right, and and, and, and what, is, where the SEC is deeper than than other leagues is like the guy who plays nose for Mississippi State is usually better than everybody who plays nose in every other league. Right. And he's not the best nose in the SEC. That's right. But he's also an NFL nose. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know. So like that's something. And like when you think about the schedule that Ohio State has played, yeah, Georgia is far more battle tested from a physical standpoint to be equipped to handle this than Ohio State is. Ohio State's played one team that can punch it in the mouth right all year, and they got their butts right. Hit. Georgia, so, like, Georgia's played you know, Tennessee. They played Mississippi State. They played Florida. Like Florida, Jervon Dexter, the the D tackle for Florida, he's a top one hundred guy in the, in the NFL draft. Yeah, like they they see people like that, even though. The Florida didn't have any anybody else, and and Georgia made it look easy. Yeah, they see people like that. Yep, pretty regularly. Yep. So this is this is going to be 
really fun, I think, to break down that Georgia well, the, and, and, and Ohio the other State thing game too. Is if Georgia goes on to win the national championship because they're minus one forty to win it all right now, right? It's a pretty big favorite to win two games in a row against a top tier opponent. Absolutely. Um, does Georgia become and is the new Alabama? Like that's you went back to back. Alabama misses the playoff the yep. way they're recruiting. Well, and and Nick Saban predicted this years ago because he always said if somebody like you know, like him got in there at Georgia, they could dominate the sport. And that's exactly what they what they're doing right now. Yeah. I mean, it's like if Nick Saban because we're, we're we're a second and twenty-sixth throw away from Georgia playing for its third, third national title in six seasons. Yeah. In six seasons, which you know, Kirby Smart's on the television right now. If Nick Saban retires for the next five years and he's got 25 more, it's not out of the – I mean, the new 12-team playoff, people think, might change things. But it's not out of the realm of possibility that somebody could do yeah. what Nick Saban did. I mean, Kirby Smart and I are essentially the same age. Like, I know how much longer I'm planning on working. Yeah. I think he's going to work for a while. But everybody thinks that what Nick Saban has done can never be duplicated. And, like, we could be in the beginning stages of watching it happen again. Yeah. Well, and and Nick always said it would be easier to do it at Georgia because of the proximity to talent, because of the way that state is structured. Where, you know, this a lot of the the population is is fairly new. Like there, a lot of these players are first generation Georgians. Like their parents moved there from somewhere else. But it's still a state where every guidance counselor's office has a Georgia flag or a Georgia diploma. Every every teacher yeah is hanging a Georgia flag out like everything they see is Georgia, Georgia, Georgia all the time. And so it, it, it's very similar to, to Ohio state and Ohio where you People are, grow up. you are trained from birth. This, this is, this is the pinnacle. Yep. Like if you can wear that G on the side of your helmet, that's the pinnacle. It's all there. It's all there for the taking. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I think there's a lot of really interesting storylines here. And if it just turns out to be Georgia wins it all again, then Georgia wins it all again. But uh, SC scout guy, just think Kirby smart was on the way to South Carolina to be the head coach and force UGA to fire Mark Rich again. That's exactly what happened. That's a hundred percent true. And it is wild to think about. And the thing is, Kirby ever took that job. What's Kirby smart would have been really good at South Carolina too. I don't think they would have dominated like Georgia, but would South Carolina have won the East. Would they have potentially won the sec by now? Yes. Yeah. They yeah, have, because you can get good players. There. I mean, putting a coach that gets it into a place that has every natural advantage is quite the recipe. for Exactly. Exactly. Like so. you can get good. Like C Spurrier showed you can get good players in South Carolina. Yeah. Even even with Clemson there, they would have gotten some dudes. But at Georgia, it, it just goes to like eight more levels. Yep. So, well, this is this has been very educational this season. You ate a scorpion. You're digesting a scorpion as we speak. I think it's still passing through. We know the matchup, Jim Harbaugh, Sonny Dykes. Now, that's a coaching match. Think about that pre- that joint press conference. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh and Sonny Dykes. Sonny's going to do all the talking in that think, one. Yeah, Sonny's like the most personable, uh, warm human being in coaching. And Jim Harbaugh <laughs> is just going to sit there and just be like, is this over yet? <laughs> yeah. He thinks chickens are nervous birds. Yeah, hey, come talk to this guy. Hey, talk to this <laughs> he's like, yeah. oh, he's going to be like, Sonny, what do you think about that? He's kind of right. Oh, I, I agree. The, the chicken's a nervous Ohio bird. Ohio State is eating too much chicken. Well, they did look like nervous birds in the fourth quarter of that game. They did. Nervous bird. I get some steak on the menu. Yeah. Let's call their, Ryan, call their got, dietitian. You got a month. You're on notice right now. Wow. You got a month. Ari. What can you do in a month? Georgia, Ohio State going to play in a massive stakes game. 
Speaking of massive steaks, you think we can find one of those around here? I think we should go find one right now. (laughs) Guys, we got a playoff. We'll talk to you again soon. We have a lot to talk about. Transfer Portal is opening on Monday officially for everybody who isn't a graduate. Coaching Carousel still going on. College football don't stop just because we know who the playoff teams are. We'll talk to you again soon.